The greatest commentary of the Bible, of the Bible, is the Bible itself. And uh, the greatest commentary on the book of Romans is the book of Galatians. Lewis Johnson writes concerning the paralysis of legalism, this word, quote, One of the most serious problems facing the organized church is legalism. And it was one of the most serious problems in Paul's day and every day since. Legalism wrenches the joy of the Lord from Christian believers. And with the joy goes his power for vital worship and vibrant service. Nothing is left but cramped, somber, dull, listless profession. The Christian under law is a miserable parody of the real thing. The glorious name of the Lord becomes a synonym of a gloomy killjoy. And he adds, if we have escaped legalism in the realm of justification, it cannot be said that we have overcome it in the realm of sanctification. It is still the attitude of many Christians that we may expect to please God by a list of negatives thinking we bring back into Christianity the spirit of self-righteousness. These are the things I do not do, so God will have to reward me for my achievement. I so want that message to be heard. The book of Galatians is an assault on legalism. It is a strong letter. He didn't hedge anywhere in this letter. Martin Luther calls Galatians the hot lava of an erupting volcano. When the Apostle Paul wrote Galatians, he was hopping mad. Now my dad used to use that term. I see it really didn't do a lot for you. But hopping mad is mad. As a matter of fact, Paul in the second chapter, this is a tidal paraphrase, but it's not far from the original. He calls the Galatians stupid idiots. I mean, this guy is hot. And the reason he is so angry is not because something violent has happened or there is some immorality going on in the church. The thing that is infuriating this man is the doctrine of legalism that is finding its inroads back into the Christian faith. And these Judaizers are coming in and teaching that Jesus is not enough. And your faith in Jesus is not enough. And you have to, have to tack over the cross this statement, Jesus plus obedience to the law. And what Paul is saying in this book is this, it is not Jesus plus anything, it's Jesus only. Now we need to take a look at the name of the author of this book and his role. He is Paul, an apostle. 
Now the word was out that Paul was really not an apostle. In order to, to discredit his, his message and to jeopardize his authority, they were saying Paul is really not God's own apostle in an attempt to discount his teaching. Now, a little bit of a breakdown of this word apostle is necessary. Paul makes it clear that an apostle is not sent, is not called by the authority of man. And the thing that makes an apostle an apostle is that he is called and sent by God himself. And Paul claims that he is an apostle in a no lesser sense than the original 12. Now the characteristics of apostleship are these. Have you been visited by the resurrected Jesus? And secondly, have you been picked out verbally and audibly and specifically by the Lord Jesus? Now an apostle is someone who has been visited by the resurrected Christ and he has been specifically picked out and audibly, verbally called by him. And to these questions, the apostle can answer an emphatic yes. He has been visited by the resurrected Christ and he has been called specifically, audibly and verbally by him. If he isn't an apostle, then his authority is undermined and he needed those credentials, that clout. The thing that differentiates between those around him and the apostle is that he has authority of apostleship. The apostle, an apostle was one who spoke directly from God an infallible word. So if I can, can justify a faith in me as an apostle, visited by the resurrected Jesus, verbally and audibly called and sent out by him, then what I say is infallible, is directly from God. Something like what we saw on the CNN uh, station during the Saudi Arabia, the war in, in uh, the Middle East. These guys would walk out there and they'd have these medals on their shoulders and these uniforms. They'd stand up to these microphones and they would say, I'm speaking for the President of the United States. I'm a representative of the President of the United States. And when they spoke, we listened because they spoke directly on the authority of, of the President of the United States. When you and I receive a letter, the first thing we do is turn over to the end of it. If you've got a five-page letter, you turn over to the back of it and see from whom that letter uh, comes. And, oh, wow, this is from so-and-so. Then you begin to read it. Right up front, the Apostle Paul says, what I'm about to say, you need to listen to and hear, for this is a word directly from God. Now let's look at it just briefly. 
grace to you, the, the normal salutation, grace to you and peace from God our Father. Now grace is the reason for the gospel. It's the occasion of the gospel. The unmerited favor of God towards sinful man. The reason of the gospel is the grace of God. And his grace is the basis of the writing of one's relationship with him. I need to say that again. Because what is attacked in the book of Galatians is a doctrine that teaches that man's writing of his relationship with God is on the basis of what man does. And Paul is saying, this is the basis of the writing of one's relationship with, with God. The grace, unmerited favor of God extended towards sinful man and that alone. And peace is the result of the gospel. So that grace is the reason for it and peace is the result of it. And then he breaks out in this doxology and this is what he says, who gave himself for us, for our sins, that he might deliver us out of this present age according to the will of God our Father. And there's a little three-point sermonette there. There is the price of the gospel. He gave himself. What did it cost for you to be saved? It cost him. He gave himself. The purpose of the gospel is that he might deliver us it's a rescue, an accomplishment of deliverance. And the plan of the gospel is according to the will of God. So that this plan is that you might be rescued by the price of his own life out from this present evil age. Now, I, I, I was looking through other translations of this word. Look at that phrase, that he might deliver us out of this present evil age. Every other translation has from this present evil age. Now, really the difference is, is this, and it's a big difference. You and I still live in this evil age. We've not been saved out of it. We've been saved from it. Now, sometime when I expect a little bit more than just dull looks in my class, I, I'll say, I would, ex I would expect somebody to jump up and give, them, give, give each other a high five on, on that. Can I, can I say it again in case you missed it? We, we've been, we haven't been saved out of this evil age, but we've been saved from it. It means we've been saved from the destiny of it and we've been saved from the grip of it. We've been delivered from this present evil age. Now, I want us to take a little time to look how that's illustrated and it's 1 John chapter five. And it's the epistle of, first of John, 1 John chapter five, verse 19. Now look at this. Hold your place in Galatians one and go to 1 John chapter five. We know that we are of God. What a wonderful testimony this young man has, rooted and grounded in Scripture. Um, what a 
we, we know that we are of God. This is our confidence. And the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. I love the translation that has it, and the whole world lies in the evil one's lap. Now from what have we been rescued by the grace of God and the power of the gospel? We've been rescued from the evil one's lap. Or to put it in another way, we have been rescued from the evil one's grip. You don't have to be defeated by Satan. You don't have to be disgraced by sin. You don't have to be destroyed by sensuality. You have been rescued from that. You have been re rescued from the grip and the destiny of the evil one. This is Paul's dilemma here. Why are you people going back to that kind of thing? You've been rescued from that. Now back to cha chapter one, verse four. Who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us out of this present evil age according to the will of God our God and Father. And the point is that God has, by the way, that's an aorist tense, punctiliar action, point of time completion. The point is that God has provided a salvation by the finished work of his Son. And that work is not to be tampered with and not to be touched by human hands. And when a lost person exercises faith in the finished work of Jesus and he accepts for himself what God has done on his behalf, that moment he's delivered from the evil age, from the, from the grip of the evil one. At that moment he's been rescued He's been saved, and that's not to be tampered with. And if you add to that, listen to me, if you add to that, you're committing a most heinous kind of heresy. You add anything to what Jesus has already done and completed in his redemptive work, you add anything to that and you're saying Moses completes the work of Jesus. He didn't get through with it. What heresy that is. Now, when the gospel is presented that our work, our salvation is accomplished by the finished work of Jesus, he breaks out into a doxology that gives all the glory to God, to whom be glory forever. Let me tell you something, when the gospel is presented, it's God who gets the glory, not man. It's God who gets the glory. Somebody changed the words of the song. You know that song, Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe, sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. Changed the words of that song so the legalists could sing it. Jesus paid nine-tenths, one-tenth, I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it pink. <laughs> what, 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 how silly. He paid it all, and our faith in his finished work accomplishes our redemption. Now, verse six. The apostle Paul gets moving here. He says, I am amazed. It blows my mind. I, I it, 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 
it absolutely floors me. It, I can't believe it, he's saying. It blows my mind that you're so quickly deserting him. Notice, it's not a doctrine that they're deserting. It's not that they're turning their back on a teaching. It's that they're turning their back on him. And the word deserting there is the, is the word that's used of soldiers who defect or revolt or someone who changes political uh, uh, opinion. I, I can't believe that you're deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel, which is not really another gospel. He uses the word another only there are some who are disturbing you, want to distort the gospel of Christ. He said, I, I can't, I, it blows my mind that you are deserting the gospel for something that is different. It's not just another kind of gospel, it's, it's totally different. The word is heteros. That sound familiar? So we have heterosexual. Heterosexual is sex, the other sex, the opposite sex, as opposed to homosexual. Uh, light is heteros, dark. Truth is heteros, lie. Listen to me carefully. A gospel of works is heteros, a gospel of grace. It's not another of the same kind, it's heteros, it's, it's different. Now, I'm not too popular with a certain group of, a certain cult group here in town. We, <laughs> they watch on television. There might be some watching tonight. But I, I get all kinds of stuff going on. There's all kinds of stuff going on between me and this cult group that's around here in town. And I, I'm not gonna call their names, but we have a little thing going. And this cult group goes up to somebody's door, they knock on the door, and they say, um, we've, we've come because, you know, we've got this, we want you to get the truth. And this is what they say every time. Really, what you believe is not that much different than what we believe. There's no really big difference here. Don't you believe that? It, 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 there's not a particle of likeness in the two. For if you add a particle of human good to what God did for you, you've just nullified what God did for you. It is a gospel of a different kind. And he says that you are distorting one thing with another and disturbing. It's a distortion. So you got your Jimmy Johnson over here. <laughs> and you got your Tom Landry over here. And you got, you don't have the same, you have two coaches, but they're not the same kind. They, are, they have a totally different philosophy. And they have a totally different style. And they have a totally different value system. And you got this gospel over here that says it is faith in Jesus Christ plus this and that. 
And you got this gospel over here that says, it is faith in the finished work of Christ and they are no way alike. They are totally different. I'm sorry that I got off on the, on the, on the you know, for you cowboy lovers. Now, <clears throat> as we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to that which you have received, let him be eternally damned. Wow. Now, I've got a, a, a great deal of, uh, I think, of uh, patience and, and uh, some latitude for what other people believe. I definitely do that. But there's not much latitude here. If a person preaches any other gospel, Paul says, even if he's an angel from heaven or if it's us, then faith in the finished work of Jesus, let him be eternally damned. Let him be anathema. Whoa. Now verse 10. For am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Is that a question that needs to be asked by you? Am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I striving to please men if I were still trying, trying to please men? I would not be a bondservant of Christ. And I was looking over my NIV today where I do my quiet time devotional reading. And I, I looked and I noticed that I put down when I read through this some day long ago, you can't strive to please men and be a servant of Jesus at the same time. Now in light of that statement, three principles and then we're out of here. Those first, those who seek to please God only become invincible within. Those who seek to please God only become invincible within. Where it means incapable of being conquered, subdued, or overcome. Principle number two. Those who stop striving to please people are unintimidated from without. Now I'm not saying they're abrasive and they're not to be careful about how they talk or say or what they say. But those who stop striving to please people are unintimidated from without. I make, you know, I'm made up my mind. This guy said, you know, you say, I made up my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to strive to please people all the time. So I'm unintimidated. Number three, those who are true servants of Christ think and act independently. Those who are true servants of Christ think and act independently. Let's pray together. Our Father, 
We thank you for the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's the power of God and the salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, also to the Greek. The gospel that declares that Jesus Christ finished the act of redemption and that we are redeemed, rescued by faith in that finished work. I thank you, Father, that you encountered me in redemption years and years ago. That faith in you and your finished work was enough. Nothing need to be added to the work. Nothing need to be subtracted from my life to accomplish it. And I thank you, Lord, that there is that availability to every person in this room. Give us, Father, those of us who do not know Christ, the courage, the faith to trust Him and Him alone and to act upon that independently of others. And grant, Father, that Your will, the purpose of this night, this service, would be accomplished. For we pray in Jesus' name. Now in the spirit of prayer tonight, there are three invitations. An invitation for you to claim what Jesus has done at Calvary through faith. Second, to recommit your life to Christ, not to accomplish His approval, but in gratitude for what He's done. You live for Him. Or to come and place your life in membership of this congregation. While we stand to sing, we invite you to come.